Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of The Infertile Diagnosis. Tuesday and another closer today where me Monica Cox from My Mindful Me help you get through the BS of infertility one inspirational clip at a time. Today's clip comes from Dr. Joan Rosberg and she's talking about getting uncomfortable with the comfortable. No, that is not correct getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. Now, if you've been listening to me for a while, this is the hardest and still is the hardest thing I um, deal with. Um, You know, getting really nitty gritty with those uncomfortable feelings from, you know, your childhood that whether it was subconsciously put on you or purposely put on you or a little mixture of both and you know getting down to those emotions is really really difficult you know infertility you kind of start um being comfortable with the physical uncomfortableness um pretty quickly right like your legs are up in the air and i know at the end of my journey i was in i was like don't even shut the curtains let me just whip this off it's no big deal (laughs) like let's just get this over and done with um but the emotional side of things um is not that easy you know for me and maybe for a lot of us out there we put up these really big walls to protect ourselves and I think infertility highlights that um we easily say um things like it doesn't matter or having kids isn't you know all that it's cracked up to be or you know I am you know it won't work it doesn't matter you know things like that and um you know those are just our walls we are trying to protect ourselves and um but in reality we're just doing ourselves no favors right like no matter what the outcome is it's gonna be hard um to deal with all the um hardships along the ways and so if you can start breaking down those walls and really digging deep into um, why you built those walls up in the first place um, I think it is life-changing I know for me um, during my journey it set me up to handle my miscarriages um, it set me up to handle even my natural pregnancy when I was absolutely flying off the walls with anger that, you know, it was all down to um, making diet and lifestyle changes that worked for me to change the whole narrative of my unexplained infertility and I didn't have to go through all the heartache of freaking like six years two failed IVFs you know all that kind of stuff and I didn't have to use all the drugs that were you know put upon me and all the invasive procedures and oh gosh I can go on and on 
but it helped me deal with it. It helped me um, just gain my confidence and get through those hard times. It get you know, even if we talk about, you know, all the diet and lifestyles changes that you have to make, and every time it's hard you, to do those things, and especially when you're out with your friends or your family, and they're looking at you like, why the fuck can't you eat a tomato? Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and you have to go my infertility is what's wrong with me like I don't feel like I have to explain myself to you <laughs> but um so anyways I love this talk and I really hope you guys um enjoy it as well so without further ado here we go I'm 19 years old I'm a camp counselor at a northern Minnesota summer camp and I'm on a hayride it's a beautiful night, and I'm listening into the conversation next to me, trying to figure out how to break in, Just keeping kind of to myself, not sure where it was going, how I could break in. And just as we're about to turn into the girls' camp from the boys' camp, which is where we were headed, one of the counselors turns to me, looks at me, and elbows me in the ribs and says, hey, Joan, you know what? You're boring. Whoa, boring, what? Felt like she took a fork, stabbed it in my gut and just spun it around. Now, most of us have our own versions of those gut punch moments. I'm not sure what it is for you, but that was a big moment for me. And that moment and a few other key life experiences really sparked my interest to become a psychologist and to understand what it was that really helped someone develop self-esteem and self-confidence. Across 35 years of research, tens of thousands of hours of counseling other individuals and teaching and supervising, there was one element that I remained captivated by and still am to this day and it's unpleasant feelings. Unpleasant feelings. More than anything else, what I found is what holds people back is their inability or their challenges with dealing with unpleasant feelings. Yet nobody really teaches us what to do or how to handle them. It seems so silly, so silly. I'm excited about unpleasant feelings. Who the heck gets excited about unpleasant feelings? If you, can, if you can experience and move through eight unpleasant feelings, you can pursue anything you want in life. How? One choice, eight feelings, 90 seconds. It's a simple formula, and it's, it's one my colleagues and clients affectionately call the Rosenberg Reset. Now, most of us believe that our happiness in life comes from the big choices that we make. And it's, it's actually not the big choices. There's a real misconception there. It's the moment-to-moment -moment choices. Those big choices, we think, help us determine the degree of our happiness from a day-to-day -day basis, or our well-being from a day-to-day -day basis. Not true. It's actually the little choices, the moment-to-moment -moment ones. 
Ponder the moments that you have denied your feelings as opposed to pay attention to them. It's those that matter. That's what's going to free you up. So let's unpack the formula. One choice. Make the choice to stay present, fully present. Be aware of and in touch with your moment-to-moment -moment experience. It's about awareness, not avoidance. Think of a time that you've had a conversation with somebody. Perhaps you've been disappointed in a conversation with your friend or with your partner or your spouse. And check in with yourself here. Be gentle. Did you do what most of us do? Did you run? Did you hide? Did you shut down? Did you distract in really obvious ways, like, I don't know, food, alcohol or drugs, sex, pornography, shopping, social media? Did you distract or escape in less obvious ways? like tightening up, tightening those muscles, or holding your breath, or swallowing hard, just to try to keep those feelings at bay? Or did you stay fully present, aware of and in touch with your moment-to-moment -moment experience? That's the best choice, except it's your choice. You make that one. My prescription, stay present. Stay fully present. You can do this. In fact, we can all do this. It just takes a willingness, it takes a formula, and it takes a decision. Let's go to the second step. The second step has to do with handling eight unpleasant feelings. They're the unpleasant feelings of sadness, shame, helplessness, anger, vulnerability, embarrassment, disappointment, and frustration. Now, most of us like to see those feelings as bad or negative. They're not bad or negative. They're simply unpleasant and uncomfortable. So, going forward, can we make an agreement that you're going to shift your language and it's no longer going to be bad or negative feelings, they're simply going to be unpleasant and uncomfortable? It's an important shift. Why then do we want to avoid all those feelings? Well, we're afraid that if they start, they'll never stop. Or they'll be too intense and they will overwhelm us or we will lose control, or we'll go out of control. Except the key here is why they're also so important. Why does it matter so much? And it matters because our experience of feeling capable in the world 
of experiencing emotional strength is directly tied to our capacity to both experience and move through those unpleasant feelings. Is it all eight at once? No, it's not. It's one or a few at a time, like we can feel disappointment and anger at the same time. So again, if you can experience and move through those eight unpleasant feelings of sadness, shame, helplessness, anger, vulnerability, embarrassment, disappointment, and frustration, then you will begin to experience growing confidence and emotional strength. And what do I mean by this move through? Well, neuroscientists suggest that when an emotional feeling gets triggered, that chemicals are released by our brain that flush through our bloodstream and they activate bodily sensations. It's sort of a biochemical rush and then flush. Let me translate. And this is super important. What we feel emotionally is felt in the body first as a bodily or physical sensation. It doesn't feel good. Let me repeat that. What we feel emotionally is experienced in the body first as a bodily or physical sensation. That's what we want to distract from. That's what we want to get away from. It's not that we don't want to feel something emotionally. We absolutely do want to feel emotionally. We want the whole range of feelings. We just don't want the bodily sensations that let us know what we're feeling. What unpleasant feelings might you be moving away from? What might be holding you back? Stop and notice where you might experience it in your body. And, and if there's a time where you ever said to yourself, I never want to experience that again, it's probably some of those, those feelings are ones to move towards, to start to embrace. For me, it was involved with that gut punch. Embarrassment was really difficult. So was disappointment. And so was vulnerability. But let's get to the solution. The solution has to do with riding the wave. Remember that biochemical rush I mentioned a few moments ago? That biochemical rush we can think of as a wave. And when that wave gets fired off in the body, it lasts roughly 60 to 90 seconds. Which means feelings are temporary. So from the time it gets fired in, off in the brain and it goes through our bloodstream and then dissipates, 60 to 90 seconds. You can handle 60 to 90 seconds, right? Heck, that's less than half a song. All of us can do that. And if you think of a beach, let me draw a parallel. If you think of a beach, then as, as you walk along that shoreline, 
what you'll notice is that the waves can come up tumultuously, they can come up moderately, they can come up mildly. And if we're walking along that shoreline, we'll notice that the waves seem to just hang and linger for a moment before they subside. And you know what? That's also true for our feelings. They can come up tumultuously, moderately, mildly, and they seem to linger or hang for a moment. And then they always subside. That's the beauty of it. Always subside. Is it one wave? No, it's not. It's more than one wave. Anytime you think, over the, think about the same memory, it's gonna fire off that same approximate wave. And grief, grief is waves of waves. The feelings of anger and sadness and disappointment kind of all mixed together. Anybody who's experienced a significant loss knows this. Those waves can come up so tumultuously and unexpectedly or spontaneously and it's like we're just kind of left with them. And they will always subside. So the, the thing again here for you to do is to stay present to the experience, surf those 90 second waves, surf them any way you want and just let them ride out their course. In the moment, you'll feel centered, you'll feel calm, and you'll feel relief. Insights will follow. And with consistent practice, you may even be able to unhook from old life stories. I have been the joyful recipient of countless stories of individuals who have mended relationships who have engaged in courageous conversations, who have pursued goals that they wanted to pursue. And the most important one, I think, is when people come back and tell me that they feel so much more comfortable in their own skin. That's the benefit. I thought when I was called boring was a low moment in my life. It turns out that moment shifted me. And it's enabled me to shift countless thousands of lives. So the next time you experience unpleasant feelings, embrace them. Join me in the excitement. Know that they are the path back to you being more fully you. Stay present, stay fully present, experience them, surf those waves. It won't take years, it won't even take a day. In fact, it will take just a moment. Start right now, thank you. You can listen to that whole clip. I think actually you just did listen to the whole clip, but if you want to go watch it, it's over on YouTube. It's called Emotional Mastery, The Gift 
the gifted wisdom of unpleasant feelings. It is another TED Talk. Surprise, surprise. And if you want to connect with um, Dr. Joan Rosenberg, she has her own website. And that is drjoanrosenberg.com. She also has a new book. Um, called 90 seconds to a life you love how to master your difficult feelings to cultivate lasting confidence resilience and authenticity and you can actually find that book over on my amazon shop um so go over and check it out there you can also listen to the clip over on my youtube channel as well over at fertility reconnect in the closer to me playlist um we are counting down to the fertility reconnect course um starting in january you have about a week and a half before doors open to register for the course so if you haven't joined the email list because you will be getting a first access when the doors open because there's only 25 slots available on this course and I might be throwing you a little discount code as well for being um yeah with me on this journey um on the podcast and on my email list um I'm super excited for this course I've put in um a lot of hard work and I'm just buzzing to bring it out to you guys so make sure you go over to the website and sign up for the email list that is it for me today please if you're loving this leave a rating or a review over on itunes it greatly helps um the podcast out for other people to find it and that is it for me today did I just say that I think I did say that but um, all right you guys have a great week and we will see you on Friday which I am talking about what I wish I knew about my unexplained infertility and dropping some um, hindsight is a bitch wisdom on y'all we'll see you then